Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Welcome hey. in. Follow the money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch and Paul, Tuesday morning, live in downtown Las Vegas, Circa Resort and Casino. Loaded program coming up today. Uh, Matt Eumann's on the program in 45 minutes. Who he likes tonight in college basketball and this week in golf. By the way, the golf tournament starts tomorrow, goes through Saturday. They're doing that this week specifically because of the NFL. And then later on, we'll talk about both these games with uh, radio hosts in their respective cities. Sarim Petro on the Chiefs. He lives in Kansas City and the Bengals game in Ray Rado in San Francisco on the Niners and the Rams. Well, Paul, I think this is no surprise that the total in the AFC title game is now on the move, sitting at Bet Rivers and other spots. The AFC title game now has 54.5. If you remember Sunday night, that opened at 50.5. It lasted there for around seven, eight, nine minutes before it moved to 53.5, which is where the number was a day ago when we were on the air. Now a bump up, another full point to 54.5. No surprise here. Yeah, well, when are we getting carried away, though? You might ask the question, where are the stops coming from? And what happened, because of what happened in the last meeting, but if you can't protect Burrow again, right. that's where your stops are coming from. I don't think it's going to go. It could go maybe as high as 55.5. I don't see a 56 coming. I don't think it'll get that high. Uh, okay. But if you go back and look, now this is the fourth consecutive year the Chiefs, of course, are hosting the AFC title game. And in the three previous scores, 37-31, 35-24, All super high-scoring games. The Chiefs scored in the 30s in all of them. They lost that game to the Patriots, but they were, what, shut out at halftime in that game? Yeah, yeah. So Uh, We'll talk to Sarin Petro coming up. I mean, I'm I'm sensing there's plenty of Kansas City fatigue. Uh, I I watch it again, going back and watching the games. I still can't believe that these are the teams that are in there. I mean, the Bills could have won the Super Bowl. How the Packers lost, how the Bills lost, how the Titans lost. It's crazy, right? Oh, yes. Uh, how that happened. And uh, the Chiefs, again, you want to bet against this guy in a big game? Certainly, yeah, the Bills should have won, but that's the number one defense that he carved up and what he did in the fourth quarter. So, will we'll Cincinnati get stops? Because don't forget, you watch that game Saturday. Oh, they could not. They did not have an answer for A.J. Brown. I mean, he, he should have had 200 yards. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Tannehill missed him a couple times, especially deep, too. So, uh, interesting game, good game. Also funny. I know what the point spread was in the first meeting. We had him in a contest and got beat. But look at this. They're laying seven at home, and they lost the first time. Sure and, they did. and no answer for Chase. Now, don't forget in that first game, they blew a big lead in the first half. That's true. And also, Mahomes had Tyreek Hill like on what would have been a 60-yard completion before yep. halftime, and he dropped it. Dropped it. You know, you can't, you can't have those mistakes in a game like this coming up. Yeah, second half issues. Offense shut down. Right. Also, a big 
There was a big uh, kickoff return that was called back in that game too. Oh, and, and don't forget, back, yeah. don't forget all of the. I, I that day the Bengals had a very friendly whistle. Yes, they. Did. I mean, they were calling pi on the Chiefs on pretty holding, much every single play, and in enormous spots like third and long. Yes, They're extending drives. Right, absolutely, sure. Um, but this, yeah, the props are going to be fantastic. But that's uh, this is getting good now. The yeah. other, as far as the other angle is, are the season ticket holders with LA going to sell them to the 49er Nation? Sure. And how are, how will the 49er fan base get creative, right? Because. Will they actually make a second address this this week, <laughs> specifically one that has an L.A. zip code so they can buy tickets to the game? Yeah. Well, as Ted DiBiase once said, everyone has a price. Uh, Isn't this why you have the season tickets, though? It's the NFC title game. I would And think, if you win, you're in the Super Bowl. I but again, think. it's like if somebody says, hey, this is a once-in-a-lifetime maybe for me, or I want to go, I want to see my team play in the 49er Nation. Now, how much you want? Give me a price. I want to go. Mm-hmm. How much you want for your tickets? I mean, it's just crazy. We went through this with the Raiders because, again, on what are all those ticket sites, four of the top five highest-priced tickets for the games were out here. Right. The other one was Brady going back to New England. So if someone's going to pay you, you can pay for all your season tickets for the whole year based on one game or even almost two years. How many people are going to decide to take it? Say, sure. I'd rather, I'd rather, I don't want to beat the pomp and circumstance and the parking and the crowd. I'd just sit at home and watch it and collect my ten grand. But in Los Angeles, this is going to be the place to be, right? And to be seen. And don't you think the LA crowd is going to want to be a part of that? And in fact, I would not be surprised if it's going to be LA people with money coming over the top to buy them from people who live in LA and have the tickets. Mm. That would not be surprising to me because mm. they always want to be a part of that crowd, right? It's a huge game to go to the Super Bowl. So one would think that they would actually maybe show up in droves. For this Can you point. imagine if it's a, it's a repeat of Week 18? It's, uh, the, and it's the trip to the Super Bowl. You're at home and you have to use a silent snap count? That'd be something. <laughs> we'll see if Stafford's wife does any more interviews. <laughs> Begging fans. Uh, now, it's a whole different ball game telling uh, fans don't sell them to Arizona Cardinal. Because you, when you were out, I'm like, I've never met an Arizona Cardinal fan. It's rare. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So now it's right. <laughs> so now it's like don't sell them to 49er fans. So now, what do you think happens with this point spread at Bet Rivers as we speak? Rams are minus three, minus one seventeen. A lot of other shops have three and a half. Is it going to ping pong back and forth the entire time? Will it settle on three? I wonder if books are going to take a lot of 49ers money line play again this week. I could see. Yeah, I guess that could happen. Yeah, because don't forget again in the ten playoff games we've had so far this year, the point spread hasn't mattered once. So, if you like the Bengals, for example. You know, plus seven. The way it's been going, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to hold up this week. If you like the Bengals plus seven, are you going to ask yourself, do they have a chance to win the game outright? Right? Mm-hmm. And, and do the 49ers, with the points here, do you just say, screw it, they can win the game outright? I, I don't need the points. Yeah, probably the better team. At least they have been the last six meetings. And if you watch the Monday night game, it was men against boys. It really was. It was. You know, it also benefits you and other people with future tickets. You sit back, relax. If you get the upset early, you're sitting pretty. I mean, because the AFC game's first. Right. Yep. So if the Bengals pull the upset, then you're like, oh, you got your big hundred to one tickets on the 49ers. Uh, yeah. So I was because they'll, they'll be favored. <clears throat> I was in a little bit of a fog yesterday after the show, and I'm searching around for ways to get creative because again, I, I have four, the 49ers to win this thing on a couple of tickets, and uh, one as high as 100 to one. And I'm looking right now, uh, Chiefs over the 49. So there are many different ways to approach this, right? But right now, Chiefs over the 49ers in the Super Bowl is plus 475. 
Like, is would it behoove me to take a slice of that right now? Oh, okay. Because yeah. if that's the Super Bowl, I mean, the Chiefs are going to be favored in that game, and not in the money line. They'll be what minus one? I don't top one forty, one fifty. Yeah, yeah. Also, what if what if it's Bengals 49ers? I know it'll be a corporate spectacle, but would it would be a ton of 49er fans. Uh, one I, would I, think. Yeah, that you could have that angle too. Yeah, and the 49ers okay. will be favored in that game. Yes, as they right, should. Right. right. And by the way, I might be really light on the Chiefs saying minus 140, 150. I'm just throwing out a number. It could be 160. It could be what it is this week right now with the Rams taking well, on the 49ers. Yeah, team, it also so. depends what happens. Of course it does, yeah. 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 But you have a banged up quarterback too every week. How's he doing this? I mean, the, the talk in the middle of last week was he might not play. Might not play, yeah. And you might have Trey Lance in there. Were you surprised he didn't even have a package for him? That was A little bit. Yeah, a fourth in inches, fourth and, and short, at least a threat. And may, maybe that's there. because of the conditions at a snowy Lambeau. Could have been part of the reason why to get him to use his cleats out there, obviously, and run around a little bit. Will they have something planned for him this week in a dome? I'd say potentially there's a better chance this week against the Rams than last week against the, the Packers on the road. See that happening? Mm-hmm. Now, some other big news, and if you shop around, you can start to find some props on Tom Brady. Is he going to be back with the Buccaneers next year? Is he going to go into retirement? This came out uh, from his podcast last night. Brady said uh, when he was asked about the family, the wife, outside of football, he said, quote, it pains her to see me get hit out there, and she deserves what she needs from me as a husband, and my kids deserve what they need from me as a dad. People can help us out with this. I don't recall her going to games, at least that weren't Super Bowl, right? I mean, I know, was she, I don't remember her. Playoff games before, maybe in New England. I mean, it's a divisional round and she's there. So was it the fact that this could be it? I don't know. He's never really addressed this. No, no, he hasn't. Yeah, and he's coming around. I mean, the whispers got uh, a a lot of whispers leading up to the game. And then he he answered a couple of the questions, you know, the podcast, and then what he said afterwards on Sunday. There's a chance this could happen. Absolutely could happen yeah. now. And then you got you got maybe they just go out as a team because Gronk said to say Gronk had some interesting things to say too. Yep. When Gronk tweeted, "Year 11 in the books, been a great ride. Grateful for, for the Bucks to give me this opportunity. Thanks his teammates, everything else." And then he he ended the tweet by saying, "Year 12 with three question marks and a set of eyeballs." Yeah. So, did you watch the pregame show on CBS? Cower did like a three-minute thing on like thanking Brady. I missed that. But that was odd too. Did like, he really? Like Cower had inside information. Oh, yeah. And this prop came out yesterday. Globally, again speaking, you could find this. Uh, will Brady be on the Buccaneers Week One next year? The yes was minus fifteen dollars. The no was six to one. I think that six to one looks a little juicy here. Yeah. Yes. But again, these numbers are. Very, very tiny limits on some of this stuff, and the numbers could be changing by the minute. Right. Well, this is getting good, though. Between the Rodgers stuff, the Broncos maybe hire Hackett. What if the Broncos Broncos hire Hackett? Sure. What happens with Brady? What happens with Gronk? Arian said it won't. It'll be a uh, reload, not a rebuild. How can he say I'm confident if Brady retires with the guys? Or what? Uh, uh, do, what would he say? Door. Do- I'm good with uh, Trask or Gabbert. And then, what was the other? The other quote was door number two. Yeah. Which that would be maybe you make another big trade or something or bring someone what, in. But that's... What, Charchian, our buddy Paul Charchian threw this out there. Why not Rodgers to Tampa Bay? And by the way, the more I think about it, Rodgers to the AFC is pure lunacy. Why? Uh, because because you got everyone to go, okay. I mean, Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert. I mean, if he goes to the Broncos next year, there's a there's a slight, there, what, may, maybe they're the third best team in that division. Maybe. Now, if he goes. Actually, I, another team, Tennessee would make some sense, though, in the AFC. 
get Tannehill the hell out of there. I don't know how their cap structure would work or the Colts like I threw out there yesterday because that way he could go there and dominate the AFC South. But the AFC is completely loaded at the top with great quarterbacks. NFC guys are retiring and yeah. calling it quits. Yeah. We forgot about Watson, too. I, of course. I didn't. Well, I, I, I at least did. Yeah. What happens with this guy? I, that's a Where great does question. He does he follow Flores? I don't know what happens. Mm-hmm. That guy's going to play at some point. <laughs> and don't forget, I mean, when he, before this past year, he was a top five quarterback. Uh-huh. So he's like in that mix when he comes back. Uh, the first hour of Follow the Money is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Up next, and uh, this is no joke, folks. <laughs> we are still in the month of January. This beat was so bad that it'll probably make the end of year worst beats list from last night. Details coming up next. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to get to Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zikazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. (laughs) I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, shout out. Thanks to Ben Fawkes and also some people who tweeted it in. Ben, who works at VEASAN, found uh, the prop. It was at BetMGM. Mahomes to have the most rushing yards was eighty to one. Eighty to one, huh? Okay, it still, still seems light. I you mean, know, come on. You know, on those straight the uh, on those straight forecasts that you can bet some places for like golf to finish, like who's going to be one and two? Yeah, Mahomes one, Allen two, 
Uh, it's probably 350 yes. to 1. That's right. Yes. Uh, what happened, Boston? Bruins were playing good hockey. They got beat at home by the Ducks. Ducks were plus 215. The Stars 145 up to 175. They won. More on that coming up. The Avalanche did it again. 290 up to 320. They shut out the Blackhawks. Uh, they play. I think they play again tonight at Colorado. Yeah. They have won 16 in a row at home. They haven't lost to a team not named Nashville since December 4th when Ottawa got them. They've won 17 of 19. They're now $5 to win the division. That seems like. Aren't they like 34, 2 and 2 going back right. to. We'll update that now. Yeah. Yeah. At home. We mentioned that last week. It's a great tweet. Yeah. Like 35, 2 and 2 home runs. <laughs> Come on. Dig that up if that's still in the system. Are you kidding? Right. Uh, and in the wild, 320 to 380. At some point, we'll, we'll get someone on to talk hockey if people can wake up early for us. But well, the there's, Cana- there's a $4 favorite every night in hockey. Well, and these Canadians' numbers are right. just, I mean, absurd. Right. So the Wild go off 380. They pound Montreal. Colorado was $7 Saturday. The Penguins are $4 tonight. This Montreal and Arizona outfit. I mean, look at this. Yeah. It's 380 $4 almost night, nightly basis in the NHL. Subscribe, be part of the team, Beeson.com, our radio and podcast friends. Yeah, it's feeling good all the time. Get this one. I down. He's got it figured out. All the way down the hill. <laughs> Look at that. All right. Stick the landing, shake it off. That feel good. Who Let's needs do to it sweat. all over again? Where is? Look at this hill. <laughs> and look at the way he just like, keeps going. Just the pause yeah. to get some yeah. traction going down. Yeah, push himself down. Look at that. <laughs> He's way up there, right? He's coming in heavy. Coming in fast. Look at that. <laughs> That's awesome. Very good. And uh, how about this? This was last night all over. Yeah. Uh-oh. At halftime of the Louisville Virginia game, the Chihuahua with the basketball got good handles. Yeah. Look at him. He's got it the whole time. Never falls off. Okay. A little help from the owner. Excellent. Lose some. Capitals 120 up to 150. Knights with the shutout on the road. one nothing. And the Flyers have lost 12 in a row. They play tonight. I love the Islanders. They're on a back-to-back. They have to go to New York, and the Islanders are $1.20 to win in regulation. Yeah, they, have not, they don't have one win in 2022 no. yet. The other night, they're playing Buffalo. They have a... They have the lead. Next thing you know, they gave up three quick ones. Yep. And by, and by wow. the way, one other thing I'll throw out there about the Golden Knights. I would say pay attention. Shop around. Take a peek. If you can find the Golden Knights at a nice number, and I, I'm saying maybe books fell asleep like around even money to win that division, pop on that today. And now this is a long road trip coming up. I gave them out to miss the playoffs. If they survive this thing, they're going to run away with the division. You think so? They are 20. Think about this. They are 29-2 and since trading for Eichel. Wow. Guy hasn't even played. Yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah, right. Well, the thing that really did that was Edmonton. Edmonton's awful. Oh, they just went. That's that's really, yeah, right. Yeah. Lose some. Ozark. I mean, I I love season four, but we waited two years for this. Season four, part one is seven episodes. I got one left. I mean, that's that's it. I mean, it's like some of these are 55 minutes long. I mean, you just, next thing you know, you're like, wow, I'm halfway through the season. I I got one episode left. And it's like, okay, well, we'll talk to you in two years probably whenever they drop the other part. And season four has been strong? It's good. I'm okay. much better than three, in my opinion. Yeah, three I was not a big fan of. Right. So you don't know, do they have a release date on like the next I, seven? I, I don't, someone could probably figure it out. Oh, boy. Someone probably knows that out in the audience, but that's yeah. right. You wait two years, there's only seven episodes, and then... You binge it, and you, you're you, done. Right, you binge it. It's like, oh, yeah. I got one left, right? 
crazy. Right. There, right. there is something to be said to wait a week for a show for the next episode. Yeah. Well, yeah. Who could do that? Uh, how about this bad beat you mentioned? Okay. Case. The Bulls were laying one and a half, one closed pick. They led by 14 in the fourth quarter. Take it away. Okay. I'll go back. 549 to go in the third quarter. They led 85-58. What? 550 to go in the fourth quarter. They led 105 to 88. Two minutes to go in the fourth quarter. They led 108 to 100. They led 111 to 107 with a second left. Oklahoma City took a timeout. Gentlemen, sir. Took a timeout, buried a three top of the key. Bulls win by one. And like you said, they were favored by two or one and a half for most of the day yesterday. The news under Rosen came out that he was going to be sitting. Levine and Green were back. But then in the last, like, whatever before kickoff oh. hour or so, it went from Bulls one and a half to one to pick and OKC one at some spots. It was like three points in the last 230 or something they scored. Yeah, that's right. What was the first score? It's Bulls 85 58, 549 to go third quarter. Oh, my God. They win by one. Jesus. Come on. NBA. No bank account. Yep. Win yeah. some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Log in get a 20% live profit boost on the NBA every Tuesday. Learn more at BetRivers.com. God, that's filthy. Well, that's an absolute killer. Oh, a lot, yep. of, a lot of good things going on in the NBA and hockey. Got the Devils tonight. Goal in the first 10, 11 in a row. That's in play. Uh... I think that'll get they get there against Dallas. Love the Islanders tonight. The association, big one we'll get to yep. with Dallas and the Warriors. Uh, these these futures are intriguing. You know, the Jazz have lost 8-10. Yeah, they've been struggling. They're a huge price to win the division. Only like three or four up on Denver. Oh, you can get De- Denver around 25-1. to one. Maybe that even high? a little bit higher that than high? that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think the, uh, here come the Cavs again. And I talked about this What do you this think about that week. division? I think the Cavs are going to do it. Do you really? Yeah, their schedule's very easy coming up through March. They're uh, one back, uh, and they've won, uh, what, I think they've won 8 of 10, and the schedule's easy coming up, and Milwaukee has a difficult schedule, and not that they care, because I'm sure you'll see load management in Guy City. Yeah, for the record, as of right now, the Milwaukee Bucks have the most difficult schedule remaining in the, in the entire NBA. There you go. Now, I've been fading the Bucks all year long in this division. Grab the Bulls to begin 12 to 1. Cavaliers back in November at around 100 to 1. I think the Bulls have had, they've just been sliding so bad, but... They've had a lot of injuries. DeRozan had a rest night last night. They started to come back. Now, Levine and Green, like I said, yeah. came back and played last night. But I just, it, the, the division overall doesn't matter to the Bucs. They don't care if they're the five seed in the NBA in the Eastern Conference playoffs. What do they care? They just want to get don't completely care. healthy towards the playoffs, and then they can don't win the care. whole thing again. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Embiid's 5-1 to one at Bet Rivers to win the MVP. Yeah, he is. Curry uh, and Freaker, co-favorites plus 250. Boy, things have changed on Curry. Uh, but draw, like minus 180 before. Grab a magic marker, and I'm <laughs> recommending everybody to do this, and I have bets on Steph Curry. I'm marking it up as a loser. Draw, Get a magic marker or a Sharpie and draw a line through Steph Curry right now. He's not winning the award. Wow. He has been awful for like a month now. Wow. What was he, 1 of 12 from downtown again last night? Can't shoot a lick. Yep. He lost his touch. Yep. And now he's talking about it like after every single game. Curry, the shorter shot on the board, they need to adjust. Um, can't be the case. Freak has a chance to win it, but I'll tell you right now, I think, again, trying to predict no. what voters are going to do. Nah, they'll still give it to someone else, I think. I think so, too. Right. And I think that the voters will look at what the 76ers have done without Ben Simmons and realize the year that Embiid's having. And for, for some reason, it's like people are allergic to, to the Joker. He's having, like, the best season ever uh, based on per. But it's like, ah, we can't give it. To, they, they, nobody wanted to give it to Joker last year. They are reluctant to give it to him again this year. 
And so when they look for new blood to get it, they can. I know they can. But it's like they don't want to touch it. Oh, will he go back to back? Yeah, it's it's like he's a hot frying pan, and they don't have a – they're like, ah, I don't want to – get away from me. His efficiency rating is number one ever? I think it's number one all time right now. But I So I think Embiid is the guy right now in the NBA. But, again, the ship has sailed because he was – before the Kevin Durant injury, he was in the 40 to 50 to one range. Wow. Oh, uh, yeah, that changed everything. Just like the Nets, who were $7 to win the division. Nets, home dogs to the Lakers tonight. Yeah. How about that? Davis back for the Lakers. I can help you out with your problem, too, with the people ringing the doorbell nonstop. I, I found a lot of good solutions sent to Did me you? yesterday. Go uh, ahead. What do you have? <laughs> my dad used my dad, uh. <laughs> my dad. My dad once said enough, and he answered the door naked. I like it. I'll do it. <laughs> Today when I get home. <laughs> they didn't say. Door they, rings. They, they stopped oh. coming. Yeah. They stopped showing up. They were always peddling something. This is in the mid-80s. Yep. You know, it was a good time to be alive. People told they, me. My dad, he says, enough. He, he was half in the bag, alcoholic. He answered the door naked. They, they stopped showing up. Uh, it's a good move. Um, <laughs> it, it's going to work, right? Yes. You would think? Yeah, it might uh, rub people the wrong way. Sure, sure. So a bunch of people, to, by the way, this is evidently like an epidemic. The, the response I got yesterday. That's from the door naked? I work. No, no. I work, people telling me, I work from home. It, hap- it happens. You're like, you kidding. Won't no, no, no. And then I've they, lived here 25 years. I don't, I've never met my neighbors. I don't know my neighbors. I, uh, never I, met ne- I never know my neighbors in Las I've Vegas. Never, that's no, a Las no. Vegas thing. It is, it is. Coming from the Midwest. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. Got some casserole, huh? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, you want a beer? Never, met, yeah. the, never met my neighbors. Never. Never. Moved all over the place. You want to check out my new toolbox? Yeah, I'll be over tonight. People, over this is pack. a problem? Evidently, yes. Ringing doorbells, said, door selling stuff. They said, hey, how you doing? Get a sign, put it outside, no solicitors. And what it would wipe, wipe them off the planet. I had no idea this was a problem. I didn't know either until this. It's unacceptable. Yep. Bet River Sportsbook takes football same-game parlays to a brand-new level. Now you can combine same-game parlays from different games to give you even more ways to make your perfect combo. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to the website, betrivers.com, today to explore all the new ways you can create your ideal combo. Must be 21. Playable in New Jersey as Play Sugar House. Void where prohibited. Why don't we uh, – we should take a peek again at these overtime rules in the NFL and point out to people it's pretty much as lopsided as it possibly gets. That's coming up next. The Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. They've launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. So now that we've had a good day plus to think about the overtime rules again in the playoffs in the NFL. Did you hear any good solutions at all? Did you think of anything else that maybe you like? Or do you want to keep it the same way that we have it? Remember the Baltimore thing last year? Pick your spot and oh, who yeah. gets the ball? Yeah, yeah. That was, I mean, that was interesting. About, I like that one. Yeah. The team can pick where the where you start the drive, and then you want to go offense or defense. Sure. How that works, too. I, I just, uh, but that was – yeah. So, but I, I, I was – I went back and forth, but then once I saw that in the playoffs, ten of the last eleven games to overtime, the team went to overtime. The team that won the coin toss won. Yeah, you got to change. Got to change it. You have to. And then seven of them, seven of them went right down the field and scored. Sure. Ten and ten and one when you win the coin toss. The one loser, the Saints against the Rams in the NFC title game with the one of the worst calls you're ever going to see on the non-PI. Right. So we've had 163 OT games, including the playoffs and the regular season, going back to the new rules in 2010. 
it's 86, 67, and 10. And if you include the tie as a half a loss and half a win, that's 56% win rate. So, but yeah, 10 and 1 in the playoffs, seven times right down the field. I think the best solution that I've heard, and it makes a lot of sense, just because, and by the way, I'm very consistent on this. Since day one, I've been saying you cannot decide a game on the coin flip in overtime. That's just, it's absurd to yeah. coming down to a coin flip. Peter, Peter King's right. There's no way if you win the coin toss, you're going you're gonna to kick off. Not, not a chance. And so it's, yeah. uh, that's why it, you got to change it. How about this? How about you actually then make the regular season mean something and you give the highest seeded team the ball there. I saw that. That's a, I, I'll go for that. I'm, I'm totally Memphis okay with home that. Field? Yeah, that okay. Then, then, okay, then we're fine. Okay. I'm, I, that's, yeah, solid idea. Okay. But you can't have this. I mean, nope. 91% of the time now in the playoffs, silly. I couldn't believe that. That's, yeah, that's yeah. criminal. That is criminal. And we have a guest on, again, coming up in two hours. He's been in Kansas City for a long, long time. And by the way, he's he's followed and he bets, right? He's been doing this for a long, long time as well. I want to ask him, Sarim Petro, by the way, from uh, KC. I want to ask him what he thought of the overtime rule when they lost to the Patriots in 2019 and what he thinks of the overtime rule today. Yep. Because right after that game, the Chiefs wanted to change too. I mean, the same thing. You still had outrage. It was, it was loud too. Yep. How come Mahomes not get the ball? Absolutely, it was. On? It's crazy. No, no question, right? it was. Same thing, and then it works to their advantage. I so I can't believe the Bills lost the game. Can you put up that tweet from Bill Simmons? I mean, and we'll hear from Mahomes in a second. What were they doing? Oh man! I mean, it's just going back and again. You watch all these games; they were just the buffoonery. Look, Look at the at, photo on the left. Yes. What are they trying to do here? He's wide open. There's no no jam at the line of scrimmage. Easy, and then look, it's just baffling what yep. they were thinking. Like we said yesterday, the Hill play, fine. Okay, you allow a nice pass to Hill. That's right. okay. Right. This play right here to Kelsey is completely unacceptable. Right. This is where you just mug and grab everybody. Absolutely. And then they all have to do is they're stuck with a Hail Mary. But look, what are they doing? Total prevent defense. Oh, my God. They gave it to him. Of course they did. That's the other thing. I mean, even they're so soft. Even uh, if they give up something that's 10 yards, I mean, if you're playing Cincinnati, McPherson will say, okay, no problem. I'll yeah. hit it from 56. I mean, you can't do that. No, no. I mean, he got it so bad. Between the, the non-squib and, the, and the, the defense on the last play, it's inexcusable. Oh, totally. I mean, they, they gave him like a 15-yard cushion right there. Then he catches it in, in the wide open field, and he's still able to run and pick up a nice chunk of yards. They call timeout. It's right. automatic. Well, they, based on what they saw, too. I mean, uh, Lombardi said stuff coming out of timeouts as well, what McDermott's talking about. How about here, here's Mahomes and Kelsey after the game talking about that was, it was ad-libbed what they did. At the play to Travis, I mean, it, it was kind of a thing where it, he wasn't necessarily supposed to do that, but after the timeout, we got to look at what the defense was doing. And he actually said it to me. He's like, hey, if they do it again, I'm going to take, take it right down the middle between both the guys guarding me. And um, he he uh, he went up the field, gave him the ball, and he got in field goal range. Um, it's a it's a pretty common defense in a in a situation like that. The defense will try and take away the the sideline throws, kind of give you more of the seams and uh, and the middle of the field open. Um, that and they're soft enough so you can get a head start. Um, and I just told them right before they called a timeout uh, right before we uh, we went out there and ran that play. Um, and I told them I'm probably not going to run the the route that uh, that it's called. I'm just going to run to the open area. And uh, probably midway through his cadence, he was screaming at me at the line of scrimmage, do it. Like, <laughs> do it, do it. And I was just like, all right, here we go, boys. They, they both. Oh, my God. Ad-libbed, not going to run the route that it's called for. And Mahomes saw it as well, screaming at him. 
Just do it. I can't wait to see like the NFL films on that. Like if they had them all mic'd up and everything to catch yeah. that moment. By the way, do you have, are you like me? When we have games like that, and this is like why I love being in this racket so much, it's impossible to fall asleep. I mean, I, I was up thinking about that game for another 90 minutes, two hours probably, and the whole weekend that was in the NFL. Not right out. You're right out? Yeah. You just I have the gift. Is that right? Yeah, Game's right. over with. You fall right yeah, asleep. Got that, yeah. That's it. Oh, man. That is something special. <laughs> I get that. That is. Yeah, sure. I can't do it. I, I'm sitting there just racking my brain, thinking about the game, going no. over my head a million times. We, we get Show ends, bam. I can go right to the couch, and that's it. I can walk right across the street, get a hotel room. I'll be right out. Right out. It's beautiful. It's because of the schedule, though, too. I really yes. hate you for that. Yeah, got that. Yeah, it's a gift. Mm. It's a gift. That's a, God, it's tough. You know, the other stuff, too, about what, how about this painting business? You can get, uh, what is it, 9 to 1, not to be the coach of the Saints next year. Even Benson, the owner, saying, I don't know, he might retire. Michael Lombardi's been talking about this. He has. And he brought it up on his podcast as well. Uh, probably, what was it, two weeks ago, I believe, where hearing rumblings that Payton could say bye-bye. Could it be a head fake? I'll retire. Whoops, I'll come out of retirement. Cowboy job could suddenly be open. That could could that be something, too? Well, that would be interesting. Has he had enough, maybe? That'd be a lot of news in the league. Well, when you think about it, he's been there for a long, long time now. Yes. Coaches don't stay as long as Peyton has stayed in, uh, with the Saints. And, you know, he could probably stay there for the rest of his life if he wants to because he has that much equity right. built up. But well, he was the OC under Parcells in Dallas. I know. Parcells loved him. Yep. So that's, uh, you're right. Time flat goes like this. Where you're like, oh my, that's right. He's been there forever. Oh, yeah, that goes back say, to what, like, I, I want to huh? say two, 2005, 06, something like that. It's a long time now. Wow. That's like six, six, we're talking 16, 17 years well, from an NFL coach in one that'd spot. Be, that'd be weird, right? He was the biggest Taysom Hill supporter. I mean, they're giving yeah. all these big contracts. Yeah. Now it's like, okay, well, I'll see you later, guys. Yeah. You could be someone else's problem. What you can do with the quarterback position. They are up against it, by the way, next year with the salary cap. They're going to have problems. Mm. So I guess that might make some sense. And then the Packers are going to have problems as well. And yesterday, their coach, Matt LaFleur, came back. Oh, we, we have a plan. We're all on the same page. We want Rodgers back. Well, no kidding, you want him back. But you can bet on this right now. Will he be on the Packers week one next year? The yes is plus 160. No, open up the favorite at minus 225. Wow. Yeah? Look at that. And will he retire? Yes, is 7-1. to one. I don't want him to retire. I just don't want him on Green Bay anymore. Yes. I just, as I said yesterday, enough of these losses already. Is it going to be another... He's going to take his time, another long off season, and he's really morphed into Brett Favre. Yeah, are they going to go through that again? I'm with you. No thanks. No, but also from an organizational standpoint, it makes sense to trade him and see and and get that get that haul for him. Do you think it's nuts? Right, he's going to be what 38 years old. Do you think it's nuts for me to suggest the Packers could get maybe two first round picks for Rodgers? No. If I'm Denver, I say, what do you want? I so would I. Come on, it's it's a great fan base. It's an unbelievable sports town. They can't. They haven't won a winning season since you know ever. I mean, the yep. T-ball thing. They even eight and eight with that uh, going back. But you did success with Manning. But you see, they can't get it right with the quarterback position. If they hire Hackett, and then you just say, well, "We have talent. Look at these weapons we have. What do you want? Let's go." That would be the play. I mean, come on, it's unacceptable. I, I'm totally fine with the Broncos saying we'll give you two first round picks, and then maybe even something else on top of it. Green Bay is that what you need? We'll make it happen because you can still have. Like, what's the window here? Brady's 44. He still threw for 5,000 right. yards. Rodgers right. is going to win back-to-back MVPs. He's going to be 38 years old. But that's the thing. Sure. I, I, I'm not worried about him playing at a high level. How long does he want to play, though? Sure. 
we'll never see a Brady again, but will he play right. till 41 or 4? I don't know. I would think if they ask him that. I would think at this rate, Rodgers could still play at a supremely high level in, for, what, three more years? Why not? Doesn't the gal live in Aurora or Boulder? I don't know the, that. The, the actress? Yeah. Woodley, does she really? That, I don't know. Mm. Our friend Chan, I think our buddy Chad Anderson in Denver said that. Okay. I think she's from that area or lives in that area. So there you go. Well, start, start connecting the dots if Hackett's going to be the guy. And there were some rumblings out there yesterday right. saying that he is going to be the guy. <laughs> right. So. That when you looked at their list, it was all people on the staff at Green Bay. Know, yeah. something there. <laughs> it's great. Why uh, not? What are you trying to do here, guys? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Let me uh, look that up. I think she's from call uh, from Boulder. Okay, she's by the way, for what it's worth, she's a damn good actress. Part time in Boulder. Part time in Boulder. There you go. Uh, what's that movie with Clooney? The Descendants of, in Hawaii. Fantastic movie, and she was also yeah. in uh, Big Little Lies on HBO, season one. Awesome. Good. Yep, good show. Yep. Season two, not so much. Yep. Up next, uh, Matt Eumann's going to join the program. He's been on fire with college basketball. We have some huge games coming up tonight, including one on the West Coast, UCLA in Arizona, and uh, Matt's best golf bets of the week coming up next year. And follow the money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. The Sports Betting Network. 
Back on the program, it is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas. Matt Humans joins the program now. He filled in while I was out for the last, uh, well, eight days, going back two weeks ago. Did a great job as always. Matt, thanks oh, for the yeah. time today. Thanks for doing that, by the way, pal. How are you? Mitch, doing well. Great to have you back, man. I know a lot of people missed you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, bud. Um, huge game tonight, college basketball, and you've been mm-hmm. great with the picks uh, going back now a ways. On the West Coast, Pac-12 tonight, Arizona and UCLA. What are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, top 10 matchup of Pauley Pavilion, and they're going to have fans at UCLA home games for the first time since early December. So that's a big positive. I was actually concerned uh, a couple days ago that that might not happen. It would kind of suck to have Arizona, UCLA, and no fans tonight, but it's going to be a great atmosphere. It's an 8 p.m. start in the West Coast on ESPN. Bill Walton's going to be on the call. Uh, this is going to be a good one, and I love this Arizona team. The last future I bet in college basketball was Arizona in early December at forty to one, and um, I saw the Wildcats play in Vegas in late November. And I was like, wow! Uh, I was blown away uh, by their their big men, Tubelis, uh, the six eleven forward. Azulus Tubelis might not play tonight, though, and that's a problem with this game, and that's why I can't play it right now. Uh, and also. Um, I was hoping to catch Arizona maybe in a pick em spot tonight. I didn't think that'd be the case. And Arizona's a two-and-a-half-point favorite at most spots. You're not really stealing anything with the line. Uh, but I've got to wait to see if Tubelis is going to play tonight because you got those twin towers. It's going to be awfully difficult to, for the Bruins to match up with those guys if they have them both on the floor tonight. And uh, one thing about UCLA, I really don't like the way this team's playing. They've had COVID issues recently, mm. and Johnny Juzang has been a stud. Uh, Johnny Juzang's kind of carried the offense uh, for the Bruins recently. And um, I've noticed uh, on that trip to Utah and Colorado last week that uh, the Bruins looked like they were a little bit out of basketball. See, they haven't played a lot of games. Like I said, they had the COVID issues. And uh, they relied on Juzang to carry them through. And Mick Cronin played four of his five starters at least 32 minutes in the game at Colorado over the weekend. They probably should have lost the game at Utah if not for Johnny Juzang. But Arizona right now, number one in the net rankings, number two in scoring offense, 88.7 points per game, number one in scoring margin at 24.3. They're just blowing everybody out. And another thing I don't like about the Bruins is a point guard, Tiger Campbell. He's, he's tough to watch and he's in a slump right now. So, I would like to play Arizona in this game, and I might tonight, but I've got to wait to see if Tubelis is going to play for the Wildcats. Tommy Lloyd at Arizona, the former top assistant of Mark Pugh at Gonzaga, has done as good a coaching job or a better coaching job than anybody in the country at this point. You had a beautiful call Friday on the show uh, about the Illinois-Maryland game and, and great information. Curious what you did because the line went crazy and went the line was going crazy before we got off the air, and it was a rocking chair winner. Maryland won the game. Now, what do you think? Uh, how'd you play that, by the way? When, once the number crashed, did you just let it ride? And then, what do you want to do tonight with Illinois playing Michigan State? Yeah, I just let it ride Friday because I had a good night, seven and a half with the the Terps and with Kofi Coburn out. I figured, uh, like I said, the the Terps should be live to win that game, and they did. They won by sixteen, mm-hmm. pulled away late. But we're talking about the shack of the Big Ten and Coburn, who averages a double double. And he had a he was in concussion protocol, which was really a surprise to me because I watched the entire Purdue Illinois game on that Monday on Martin Luther King Day, and I never saw Coburn take a hit to the head, so I wasn't sure how he got a concussion. But I got the information the night before that he didn't make the trip to Maryland, so that turned into a good bet. And uh, 
It looks like Coburn's questionable again tonight. I think he's going to play. And I, I saw Tom Izzo's comments. He thinks Coburn's going to play as well. So I'm going to handicap the game, assuming that he's going to play. But the line I have another issue. Kerbelis, uh, the guard who was really good against Purdue last week, he's been ill. He missed practice on Sunday. Uh, I know, Mitch, you had to be surprised, as, as I was last week, when the Spartans went to Madison and beat Wisconsin by 12. Oh, they killed uh, them. That Michigan. Yeah, that was Michigan State's best win of the season by far. So the Spartans, who were off a home loss to Northwestern, by the way, um, have, have been really good on the road. And uh, I'm going to play Tom Izzo's team here as a five-and-a-half-point dog because if Coburn doesn't play for some reason, that's a great number. Uh, I think he will play, but I still like the Spartans. Catch some five-and-a-half. They showed me. A lot of toughness last week in that win at Wisconsin. Yep, took him out. That was over early by by halftime, I would say. Uh, You like two dogs tonight in the Mountain West Conference. Tell us who. Yeah, I'm going to play New Mexico plus five over Fresno, one of my favorite venues in college basketball, maybe the favorite, the Pitt and Albuquerque. And the Slobos team was blown out here in Vegas by by UNLV a couple weeks ago, and that was an ugly game. But since then, New Mexico has really shown a lot of improvement. Uh, went on the road to Colorado State and Wyoming, lost by six to the Rams, lost by two to the Cowboys. They were double-digit dogs in both games. And uh, even though New Mexico's 0-6 in the Mountain West, I think this team is uh, really on the improve. And Jamal Masburn Jr. had 22 points in that 93-91 loss at Wyoming. And Wyoming's a good team, really an under-the-radar under team. So I think, uh, I think the Lobos are live to win this game tonight over Fresno. I'll take the five points uh, with New Mexico. I'm also going to take five with uh, Wyoming at Boise State. The Broncos are off a win at San Diego State. Might might have been the ugliest game of the college basketball season. Close to it, 42 to 37. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I don't know if you guys happened to see that. That was even uglier than the Packers' performance against the uh, 49ers, which is going on at the same time Saturday night. But Wyoming's a 15-2 and team. Only two losses were at Arizona and Stanford. And – this is this is a team with uh, two big time players, four double digit scores, and I think the Cowboys got the firepower to beat Boise on the road. So I took the five with Wyoming. Okay, what are you thinking uh, with the golf? And uh, now this uh, this starts early, so uh, adjust accordingly. Yeah, no kidding. I, I didn't realize this until yesterday, and Jeff Sherman of the Westgate uh, told me about it that it starts on Wednesday. I had, I bought tickets uh, for Saturday's round at Torrey Pines. I'm going to go down and walked the course, and uh, I thought I bought tickets for the third round. Turns out I got tickets for the final round, so that's even better. <laughs> yeah. <It's>, uh, <laughs> the Farmers Insurance Open at Torrey, and you got a lot of data to work with in a tournament like this. John Rahm is obviously the favorite. He won his first tournament in the Farmers, and he won his first major at the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines last summer. He's about, I think, 7-1 to one at Circa, 8-1 to one at the Westgate. I'm not going to play Rahm, but it's not going to surprise me if he wins, but there are so many guys who profile well on this course this week. By the way, Jim Nance is going to call play-by-play on CBS. He's going to do it from Kansas City, where he's hosting, calling the AFC uh, title game. Wow. But um, Scotty Scheffler is the guy I'm going to play. He's still grinding for his first tour win. He's a 25-1. to Scheffler opened with a 65 last year in the Farmers. He was 12-under last week in the American Express in California. Tied for seventh at the U.S. Open. I think Scheffler's got a great shot. When I was at the U.S. Open last June, I was walking a course, and Scheffler, I was really impressed by the way Scheffler was playing at Torrey. So I'm going to give him a shot here. Sam Burns at 25-1. to 1. Uh, He was in the final group in the Farmers last year. Uh, he's a guy who ranks highly in driving distance and driving accuracy, which is really going to be important 
at Torrey Pines. And uh, also, you want guys who put well on Poana Greens here. And uh, th- that was another factor I looked at. Will Zalatoris is a guy I'm going to play. And Zalatoris is going to win pretty soon at some point. He's still priced at that range. If you keep playing him every week, you're going to cash. He was uh, eight under, tied for seventh last year in the Farmers. He's got good current form. He was 19 under last week. Uh, so Zalatoris is a 35 to one. And Ryan Palmer is a long shot. Uh, Palmer's a 90 to one. I think that's at Circa. I was, I use, I'm, I use mostly Circa and Westgate golf numbers um, when I, when I cite these uh, these odds. But Palmer's got two runner-up finishes and six starts at the Farmers. He is uh, he's gained 2.27 strokes per round. And at Torrey, and that's uh, the second best number to John Rahm in this tournament. So at ninety to one, I think uh, he's a, he's a live long shot here. I will mention a couple other long shots quickly. I know we're about out of time, but uh, Jeff Sherman at the Westgate really likes Maverick McNeely, and you can and I think Jeff bet him at seventy five to one. You can find him around sixty mm-hmm. or seventy in Vegas. But McNeely's one of those guys that Jeff said he thinks is going to win really soon. And he's he's going to be in that price range where you're going to hit a bomb when he does cash. And uh, Patrick Rogers, when I talked about Poana Greens, there might be no better putter on Poana than Patrick Rogers. And uh, I just bet him at circa at 125 to one. So I also got a couple matchups I'm looking at, but I haven't finalized anything with that. But uh, some of those players I mentioned, I'll probably play in matchups. This is a this is a great field. I think six of the top ten players are in this field. Uh, is Indy Jeff going to be on the show tomorrow? No. Oh, okay. No, because yeah. the tournament's going to be underway already. Yeah, tournament, yeah. Yeah, that's um, – we got Wes Reynolds on the show uh, this afternoon talking about it. We had to move everything up a day because sure. the tournament starts on Wednesday. So, now this is this – is, uh, I love the West Coast swing. Usually have good luck. I never went in the American Express. I did not win last week, but hopefully get back on the winning track this week. Thanks, Matt. Have a great day. Okay, you bet. Thanks. Thank you. Get your show called The Edge later on today at uh, 4 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Pacific right here on VEASAN. The first hour of Follow the Money is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Get a 20% live profit boost on the NBA every single Tuesday. Must be 21-plus. Offer is not valid in all areas. Check BetRivers.com for full offer details and rules. Up next, Super Bowl point spreads are up and available to bet on. And updated MVP numbers. A non-quarterback is the third shortest shot on the board. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. At- 